0: what is up you lovely lurkers i'm willie and he's scott welcome to the show today we're gonna talk about some shows it's
1: a show all about shows (laughs) and if you like our voices you can find our faces on youtube tiktok and instagram or using your favorite emote at the feet of commander zavala let's lurk It is. It is now like several days later. Are you still eating those wings?
0: <laughs> How many I, did you buy? I've got a. I've got a pile of wings over here, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be eating these. Seriously, I don't know what to tell you. I. I might be a little biased here, but Thai curry is so far. Uh, it's unreal. I. I don't know if you were following what I was
1: putting in to the socials, but uh, I'm not gonna let you know. I'm not gonna let you know. No. Thai curry, maybe. Maybe it did well. Maybe it's already out. But the people have spoken. Know. And the people you have know. also spoken about
0: what I, I don't want to talk about. We You never want to talk about it. We, it, for a very long time, I, I want to break a rule on this show for a bit. It was probably like five months ago. An actor had passed away and Scott and I were like, hey, should we talk about this moment? And I was like, dude, I think we need to get away from a show talking about dead celebrities. It's a little morbid. And mm-hmm. by the time like
1: the show goes up, it's already kind of moved on. And we don't want to be like a eulogy show. It, it,
0: it, <clears throat> it hinders the mood, to say the least. But I think it's important that uh, when somebody has influenced your life significantly, Without ever, without them ever knowing, without them ever realizing, that, I, like for me, I have to pay respect. Mm-hmm. Lance Reddick, the voice actor of Commander Commander Zavala. That was a bit of Ty Curry. That's a terrible time for that to happen. <laughs> the voice of Zavala in Destiny, one of the stars of The Wire. He voiced uh, one of the the people in Horizon Zero Dawn, right? He was in French. He was in Lost. He was, and most
1: recently, John Wick.
0: Yep. All four. Uh, and
1: he passed away unexpectedly. Yeah, yeah. And he was married to a Minnesotan. What? Yeah. He met her at the Guthrie. What? Yeah. It was. He was in town working on a show. She worked, I don't know if she worked at the box office, but she worked for the Guthrie. And that's how they met. They hit it off. They got married here in Minnesota, dude. That's incredible. I had no idea. And one of our friends, one of our mutual friends, before she, uh, before she got divorced, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that aloud. Hey, uh, <laughs> she was adjacently related because her now ex husband, uh, that was his aunt. What? <laughs> yeah. So his uncle-in-law
0: was Lance Reddick. To talk about Lance as impactful in my life would be an understatement. There is a website called Wasted on Destiny. It lets you type in a username and see how long have you spent, how much of your life have you spent on this video game? Do you want to take a guess? You can do it in days if that's something that makes your life easy uh you have spent approximately 202 days god that number is enormous
1: <laughs> i don't know is that
0: no no this it's not an eight hour work day it's 24 hours straight yeah
1: oh, okay um hold on carry the Scott's- six. Oh god you've god. spent 169 days 84. I've spent okay. 84 days playing this game. <laughs> I th- just had, there was just over
0: 2,000 hours.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's impressive, to say the least. I, I'm much less than you. 84 days. 84 days of your life you've invested mm-hmm. into this game. The the connection for me that makes it so significant was in no amount of words that can really explain it. But it's it's how Willie and I became friends. The, see, the thing is like when we first met each other, we were working in the same place and we had both gone through pretty traumatic breakups. And so like we commiserated, we dated each with other, each other over just all the shittiness that goes with that. And I only ever did butt stuff. I had it in my foolhardy brain <laughs> that basically I wasn't necessarily gonna find another girlfriend. If I played video games, so I had kind of just like put them on side. I had an Xbox, but I I wasn't doing anything with it, really. Mm -hmm. But I had read about this cool game that was about to come out. And I knew Willie from our budding friendship played Call of Duty. So he had an Xbox and I was like, dude, I read about this game. It's getting a lot of hype. You should check it out. We were going to uh, Electric Fetus when I told you this story. Mm-hmm. We went to Electric Fetus for some strange reason. I don't remember. We were looking
0: for an album, Hippie Chicks. You I don't know. know. Me, I was always trying to pick up some girl somewhere. It never worked because yeah. I never actually talked to him.
1: <laughs> but like a week later, you're like, I bought this game. I haven't stopped playing. You have to play this. And I, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know, like nerds don't get girls you know like i gotta i gotta work on myself i gotta get back into into dating shape and he's like scott if you get a new xbox i will buy you this game because that's how much i want to play it with somebody else Mm -hmm. and so there's this whole side story about me trading in two xboxes at the mall of america for really when i should That's right i gave
0: you my old xbox (laughs) that's right
1: We duped some poor employee into giving us a double discount. Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, the rest is history. We have played so much of that game. A- and that's how you met Ethan and like all a bunch of other friends. Like it brought so many mm-hmm. people together. And Lance, he was just an actor on it. He just enjoyed the job, he enjoyed the community, the game. He played it but himself. He played it the day before he passed away. Yeah, but think about the millions of people whose lives he affected.
0: Like you said, he'll never know. It, it brings me a lot of uh, sadness to know that he's gone, but so much joy and happiness and pride in being a part of this community and saying that like, yeah, this is meaningful because he was there, because he had an impact. Yeah, so rest in
1: peace, Lance. Eyes up, Guardian. Eyes up,
0: Guardian. Now, speaking of things that have been a part of my life for a really long time. Did you you were you're a few years older than me. So what was your like Friday night TV? What did that look like? Did, did you put on like b Like we're talking we're talking middle school high school here. I'm I'm watching um uh like Nick at Night or Teen Nick, right? I got all that. I've got Keenan and Kel. Those are the shows that I'm watching. What what were you watching? Uh
1: my family never had cable. So never had Nickelodeon. I was probably playing Diablo or Civilization or some like deer hunting game on my PC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott always practicing shooting his shot apparently. <laughs> there Okay, so Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell were the stars of Keenan and Kel. And I loved that show. Such a such a fantastic show growing up for me. It probably did not age well if I want to go back to it. Can you tell me what it was about? It was about two budding friends who <laughs> got into shenanigans. And one was the level-headed... Uh, person who always thought they were doing the right thing, but always seemed like they got it a little wrong. And then there was the idiot who just uh, ate too much, drank too much, and definitely broke too many things. Did you say drank too much? Yeah. Uh, uh, Who loves orange soda? Oh, okay. Okay. Kale loves (laughs) orange soda. (laughs) Well, they were just on a little show. You might have heard of it. Fallon. And they announced that they're bringing Good Burger 2 to all of us so that we get to watch it again and bring back a little bit of our childhood.
1: I'm super stoked for this because wasn't there a movie, like a Good Burger
0: movie? (laughs) (laughs) Please? Wasn't there a movie? This is what we're talking about here. This is the whole fucking conversation. (laughs) I I thought you said there was a show. That was Keenan and Kel. They had a skit on, uh, on all that that was called Good Burger that inevitably got turned into a movie. And the movie was amazing. Sinbad is in it as their teacher. And the movie was just Good Burger? Or was it
1: Keenan and Kel? He, no, it was just Good Burger. It was called okay. Good Burger. That's literally the only thing I know about these guys. Like, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, how
0: may I help you? Can I take your order God <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck are we doing here
1: <laughs> Oh man I thought I what we said last week was going to get us cancelled But this is it This is right here
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay so you're super stoked uh, I'm for really this. excited what? about it That's my. That, those are my two <laughs> moments of the week all right. Yeah. I don't I'm happy for you. I'm definitely happy
1: that Keenan is doing something besides SNL <laughs> and and well, now Cal is doing something other than drugs. Okay, is that uh, I kind of had a little bit of inkling that something wasn't perfect in his life, but
0: uh he's he struggled to get roles. He was like the the stifler of Comedy skit shows for kids. Oh, um, not really a transferable character once you get outside of your little bubble of. He was always hitting acting. on kids' moms. Nope, just
1: hitting on kids. I think you wouldn't be allowed back if that was the case.
0: Well, that's why it's an adult-only show. It's going to be on the. the they're bringing Skinnamax back. Just I don't. Kellen Keenan. Nope. That's full frontal.
1: <laughs> Good Burger too much. Perhaps <laughs> check out these patties
0: <laughs>
1: well, uh, speaking of nostalgia, i've been watching a show that has basically been what maybe my childhood was. You asked what my Friday night was. I guess this is a hundred percent what it was. I don't think it was Friday night, but maybe it was. I grew up on star Trek I've told people on. The main show, it's it's like my number one thing. A few years back, Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise D, got his own show He's nuts titled Just Picard. And it's basically like him in retirement age, how are things going? Oh, people have decided to stir up some shit, and John Luke is involved. This is season three, it's the finale. The first two seasons, people were kind of like, what is going on? This isn't like next generation. Why why are we making this all dark and scary when what we used to know in TNG was always kind of hopeful? And I guess storytelling, message signaling like, hey, we should probably be better humans. Because even though we're now dealing with alien races, all the same racism and bigotry misogyny all of that still applies just on a grander scale well the showrunner for this season is named terry mattelis and he has written a love letter to everybody who loved all seven seasons of tng first season wasn't that great <laughs> there was like maybe five of the seven were good but he is bringing like he's bringing picard Riker, Troy, Crusher, Worf, Geordi, all of the main I, crew. I know
0: those names. Yeah.
1: They're iconic, at least in the sci-fi na- uh, world. Yeah. But he's bringing them all back, playing all the hits. And we're uh, like three or five episodes in right now, by the time the show goes up, that I've watched. And and I can't, I, I just, the nostalgia inside, like, is an explosion a nuclear bomb it's it's made me feel so much joy all i want to do is live in this universe that they've created they're introducing new characters there's possibility of a spinoff it's it's i mean if i wasn't getting married i would say
0: this is the thing that's brought me the most joy in 2023 <laughs> okay so we know what's actually got brought scott the most joy this year <laughs> Because one's an obligation, the other one is a TV show <laughs> called Picard. I'm just kidding. Uh, now, I definitely didn't I say remember, that because
1: they're right nearby.
0: <laughs> they're in the walls, <laughs> or, or they listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Scott, I remember growing up, I would uh, sit on the couch in my live, or sit on the the floor in my living room. My dad would be on the the lazy boy recliner watching Star Trek. Not a and that was just something we did. Like it was an iconic, like one of those just like ingrained mental moments. And I can only see when you start talking about this show and this love for it, I just see a dad. I just see a dad sitting on a couch in his living room watching a show about the stars. Mm-hmm. Willie,
1: this was the one show that my parents recognized as something that was important to me everything else it was like it's eight o'clock go get ready for bed go brush your teeth do whatever i would go to the paper every single whatever day it was on i would open up the entertainment section i would look and i would see like okay nine o'clock star trek's on i'd go to the there's a little side section that say what the episode is about and I would tell my parents, I'm like, okay, cool. This is, like, this is all I want to stay up for. I'm not going to do anything else. And then I'll immediately go to bed. When the show ended, it was uh, a two-parter. And so it was like two hours long. Mm-hmm. And I asked my parents, I'm like, listen, I know it's a school night, but... So pragmatic. Please. I ha- This is... Please. let there- People are going to be talking about it. I can't miss this. If I miss it now... I don't know when the next rerun's gonna be. Like, if I don't watch it now, I'm, I'm I am basically. That was back
0: in the day. You miss something; it's gone forever. You <laughs> until you don't it came get a out on to VHS, watch it again.
1: like hour uh, a year or two later. Mm-hmm. It was a cultural moment, let's to say the least. And for however old I was, ten, eleven, twelve—I don't know—it was just something that I needed to do. And I, I wasn't even sitting on the couch. I was sitting on the floor, maybe like. <laughs> Four feet away, no food, nothing. It was just undivided attention. And I watched as the best of both worlds, part one and two, came to a close. And then I cried. Tears. Some say he's still been crying. Tears of joy. Tears of sadness. This part of my life is now over. And I had to figure something else out. Yes, there was other Star Trek series, but it wasn't this show. Do you have a show like that that ended where you were just, I can't believe it's over. I can't believe it's done. I'm going to miss this more than
0: I probably realize. The first show that did that to me, that immediately would bring me to tears. And like, you can look back at it and find it stupid. You could be an outsider looking in on it now. And it doesn't matter, right? It's your show. And mine was very easily Friends. I knew everything about those characters. Oh, yeah. I knew every single episode inside and out. Uh, my friend, my best friend growing up, Abby, her and I would just sit on her couch as an episode premiered. And we would like we had trivia in front of us and we would be reciting trivia from earlier episodes while watching new episodes.
1: And then it ended and nobody told you life was going to be that way.
0: <laughs> God, could we not have just been the most bummer first episode of the sh- second episode of the show? <laughs> I am curious though. I am curious for those listeners, viewers out there. Uh, it's hopefully Saturday. You're listening to this and it inspires you to want to go re- revisit some of your shows. I want to know what yours are. What made you go back to them? What made you fall in love with that show and why? What show makes you say, we have to go back, Kate?
1: We have to go back. uh,
0: I'm lost. I don't. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please, 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 please rate and review the show wherever you lurk.
0: Remember, remember the 5th of November and to be kind to each other. And we'll see you next time.